From the Ingle Studio, this is Cherokee Football Friday. Get the inside scoop on all the games. And welcome to another edition of Cherokee Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito with the BG Ad Group. He's Griffin Callahan, sports writer, Cherokee Tribune Ledger. Griffin, how are you, man? It's good to see you. Good. Yeah, it's good to see you as well. And uh, we made it. It's the final week of the regular season. A lot to, to watch for and a lot still to play for. Yeah, there definitely is. So let's get into last week's games. First up on the list, I see River Ridge 27, Etowah 24. What your takeaways from that one? Yeah, so this was the game that I was at last week, and it all came down to the right leg of Grayson Van Gilder, who knocked in a 50-yard field goal to win it for River Ridge there at the wow. end. Yeah, and Van Gilder, actually, he missed a 49-yarder wide left earlier in the game, and, and he did have plenty of leg for it, though. And So he and, redeemed himself. He did. He did. And that's what he said after the game. It's a good snap, good hold, good kick. And, uh, you know, he just saw it, saw it split the uprights there. And, you know, the fact that earlier in the game, it was an accuracy thing and not distance. I think that gave coach Collins you know, a little confidence in sending him back out there in the fourth with the game on the line. But overall it was a back and forth game with Etowa actually leading 10, nine going into halftime. And it was the the second game back for Etowa quarterback, Jack Strickland as well, who, I mean, he was shaking off the rust. He had 245 yards, a couple touchdowns, interception, but wasn't enough to outlast that River Ridge offense, which had some nice plays from Grant Hollier in the passing game, you know, especially a 52-yard touchdown. And after a slow start you know, on offense, the Knights quarterback Ethan Spector finished with over 230 yards. He had three touchdowns, a couple picks. So, you know, there's plenty to, to build on heading into a, a crucial week 12. And next, Sequoia beating Alatoona 35-17. to What are your takeaways from this one? Yeah, well, this is a big one for Sequoia. You know, ensuring it would have the two-seed in Region 6-6A. The offense did not disappoint with quarterback Coley Martin having a, a nice game throwing the ball and, and safety. Brett and Darling continuing to become a little more involved in passing game at receiver. He had over 100 yards in this game. And then another thing that was interesting, you know, University of Missouri's defensive coordinator, Blake Baker, was actually in attendance to, to see Jackson Hancock play. So you know, that was just another factor adding to this game and how important it was for the Chiefs. And North Cobb, 41 to 20 over Cherokee. What happened in this one? Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just a continuation. You know, it's been a challenging year for Cherokee, you know, playing a lot of really good teams in this region and, and battling injuries and injuries and everything else. But for the offense, you know, they did score 20 points, and that was their best showing since the, the 49-13 win over Woodstock back on September 1st. So, you know, going forward, they just want to finish the regular season on a high note. Okay. And last game of the week was Rome over Creekview. What happened in this one? Yeah, well, with this one, you know, Rome clinched the region title, which uh, isn't a huge surprise. And Creekview finishes the regular season at seven and three and four and two in region play for the, the three seed in the playoffs. And Rome has scored at least 50 points in five straight games now, and it has scored at least 40 in, in seven of nine. So that offense has just been dominant so far. And for Creekview in this game, Austin Guest had another efficient night throwing the ball, and Jackson Stanley actually had a really good game. Six catches, 79 yards and a touchdown, and, and another 68 yards in the run game. But the, the Grizzlies are off this week, so they'll have some extra time you know, getting ready for the playoffs. Speaking of the playoffs, segues right into my next question for you. Playoffs race and standings shaping up. Where are we at in the in Cherokee, and who's running away with it? Who's your favorites? I know we've talked about some of your predictions on previous episodes. Yeah, so we've got three of four playoff spots in this region set already going into Week 12. You know, Rome's got the number one seed, Sequoia at two, Creekview at three, and, and four will be decided between either River Ridge or Alatoona this Friday. 
we're looking back to preseason predictions that we made. We had Rome and Sequoia up in the top two spots, which is how it turned out. And with Alatuna at three, Etowah four, and Creepy just missing it at five, but those last three have really shuffled. And Etowah had a really promising start, but just got decimated by injuries. So they're out of the picture. And now it just it sets up a, a, fun, a fun final week of the regular season where we have a, a win in your in scenario with River Ridge and Alatuna. For the Buccaneers, especially rebounded from that 0-6 start, it's a little shocking that they're here. Um, and just a little context about Alatuna and what this all means for, for them. It's it's the first season for head coach Brad Smith taking over for Gary Varner, who announced his retirement last year. The Buccaneers have made the playoffs for 13 consecutive seasons beginning back in 2010, including a state championship back in 2015 and, and four region titles over that span. So. The last time Alatuna missed the playoffs was in 2008 and 2009, you know, the first two years of his existence. So if they don't get in, it's a, it's a pretty yeah, good so, so there's some pressure to say, to put it mildly. There it is, for sure. <laughs> and I see in one of your notes, Sequoia's locking up the best record since 18. Uh, I, you said you had some notes and a little bit of tidbit on that. What, what do you got for us here? Yeah, yeah. Well, Sequoia is six and three right now, and a win or lose this week. This is its best record since 2018, when it went ten and three and made the six A quarterfinals. Uh, if the Chiefs were to win on Friday, it would be their first seven win season since 2013, uh, when Coach Teeter did it back to back times in his, his fourth and fifth years with the program. And Sequoia has already locked up its seventh playoff appearance under Teeter, and in fifteenth since the program came around in 1990. So they're kind of humming or humming along. It seems like right. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, so let's get into this week's game. And uh, first up on the list is Kennesaw Mountain at Cherokee. Uh, what are you looking for in this one? Yeah. So Cherokee, you know, they're just looking to finish this year strong. And, and that team, if you think about it, you know, this team is still pretty young. I mean, most of those key contributors, especially in offense, are juniors, including you know quarterback Tanner Savasier, and then you got Jace Jones, Jared Jones, Christian Irwin, all those guys. They'll be back next year. So at this point, it's it's keep those guys healthy and try to take some positive momentum into the offseason by beating another struggling team in this region in Kennesaw Mountain. And I'll I'll touch on Etowah and Rome as well, which is a similar thing here with Cherokee, except quite a few more injuries on Etowah's side, uh, with you know quarterback Mahoney out for the year. And they're going to Rome hostile environment, you know, just another example of go out there and, and try and find some things to build on and take momentum into the offseason. Okay. Um, all right. So Sequoia at Woodstock. Uh, what are you looking for here? Yeah. So Sequoia already has the two seed and a home playoff game locked up. But when I talked to coach Teeter this week, you know, he said there was no plan of resting starters or, or taking anything easy. He, he said it was business as usual. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, he did. And for Woodstock, on, on the other hand, they've already had a much improved season under Dan Devine at the helm you know, following those two straight winless seasons under under Troy Hoff. Um, so both teams really looking to to keep some momentum, whether it's Sequoia heading to the postseason or, or Woodstock going into the offseason. I wonder if if there is a significant lead at halftime, if there will be some second, third and fourth string players that are playing in that second half. Yeah, I mean, you got to think that at that point, you know, once the deficit gets to 20, 30 points, I mean, you'll think Sequoia will probably get some of those younger guys in there, but they're not going to take any chances with this game. They want to take a lot of that momentum into the the playoffs. They, they don't want to let down here. And last one on the list is Alatuna at River Ridge. Yeah, well, this is definitely the biggest game of the week, for sure, with the playoffs on the line for both these teams. So a lot falls on Riverage's defense to stop that Alatuna run game, especially because, you know, we know the Knights will score with the way they've done it all year. 
River Ridge has been dealing with some injuries on that side, though, you know, with last year's leading tackler, Brandon Burdett, sidelined last week against Etowah. You know, both teams will be playing some inspired football on Friday, and I expect it to be close all the way through as these teams fight for position. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the first segment. We have some interviews on the other side of this break. You caught up with Sequoia head coach James Teeter and Woodstock coach Dan Devine. And on the other side of the break, we will hear those conversations. Again, I'm Keith Ippolito with the BG Ad Group. He's Griffin Callahan, sports writer with the Cherokee Tribune Ledger podcast. And we will be right back. If you need legal representation, hire a firm that will fight for you. The Heller Law Firm is a trusted choice for legal representation. With extensive experience, awards, and high ratings, they have a proven track record in handling challenging cases. They understand the local legal system, setting proper expectations and developing effective strategies. The firm is also committed to community support. For a fighter on your side, contact the Hiller Law Firm at 770-345-1130. That's 770-345-1130. Or visit jeffhellerlaw.com. Give them Heller. When a loved one passes and the emotion and grief sets in, Darby Funeral Home is more than there for you. What they'll do next is design you a healing experience. Their peaceful and intimate setting becomes a place where people find closure, renewal, and togetherness. Since 1961, Darby Funeral Home in Canton has been creating this experience of healing. Get in touch with them at 770-479-2193 and let them arrange your personal service. That's 770-479-2193 or darbyfuneralhome.com. This is Griffin Callahan with the Cherokee Tribune, and I talked to Sequoia coach James Teeter and Woodstock coach Dan Devine before their game this week. And with the playoffs already clinched and Sequoia is not going to take it easy, they don't want to let down this week. Woodstock, this week for you guys, they've been playing some close games this year. You know, How do you think you match up with them? Uh, I think we match up pretty good. I mean, it's just, uh, again, it's every week how we go out and play. We've got our heads screwed, screwed on straight or not, but for the most part, I think we match up with them pretty good. Um, they're probably a lot better than what the record shows, but I think we're okay. You got big games from guys like Will and Bretton last week. You know, when you got things working how you did, you know, how tough is that offense to stop? Uh, I think it, it makes it really difficult on people. We've done a good job of moving some people around and getting some different people in different spots. And, you know, Ed Britton at wideout has helped us a ton. It's just hard for people to figure out what they want to stop, I guess. I mean, Will ran the ball really well the other day. So, you know, you got to, I guess, in a sense, pick your poison. But, again, it just comes down to, we block up front for Colby and we block up front for the linebacks. With this being the last week of the regular season, are you going to rest some guys or what's the balance there and get ready for the playoffs? No, we're, we're just status quo. We're, we're not doing anything different. You know, our guys set their sights on trying to win the county again, so we still got another county opponent to try to beat. So it's just still just like a, we take the same push we have every week. Nothing's changing. So you guys got uh, Sequoia this week. You know, how do you think you match up with those guys, and how can you slow them down? Yeah, so it's a tough matchup. You know, very well coached team, Coach Dieter, and obviously Coach Buddy on the defensive side. And you know, they do what they do really, really well. Obviously, they have a high Division One talented player uh, that you always got to keep an eye on. So hopefully, we match up well on the defensive side. Hopefully, we'll be able to move the ball a little bit on offense and kind of keep it away from them. Well, kind of the plan there, so 
you know, he's got a first down is going to be big for us, obviously, just to get them in second and third and long. So if we get them off the field, you know, limit what they can do on the ground for sure. Yeah, definitely. And with that offense designed to limit those possessions and slow the game down, you just have to make the most of what opportunities you do get. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's tough, you know, because they, they possess it so long and so much on what they do. Like I said, first downs are going to be big for us, especially defensively. But, you know, we got to really capitalize on our offense possessions and take care of the football, be able to move the, move the sticks and move the chains and, and keep possessions alive, you know, for sure. So those are kind of the things we talked about and, and goals for us for this week, for sure. Yeah, and, you know, last, last game of the season, you know, what do you want to see from these guys just to keep showing improvement? Yeah, just progressing, right, just playing hard, really just giving great effort. You know, it was the last one for our seniors, so you know, play you know, playing hard for them, and hopefully send them off with a with a good night. And you know, it's been a progressive year for sure. You know, to this point, so we just want to keep doing that in our last game and and show some improvement and, and build upon it in the off season. Hey, remember the Cash for Clunkers program? Well, through November, as furnace season kicks into overdrive, Daco Systems is bringing it back. If your furnace or AC is well seasoned, this is the deal for you. If your old unit is 10 to 15 years old, get up to $250 cash. 16 to 20 years old, get up to $500 cash. 21 to 25 years old, get up to $750 cash. And if your old unit is 26 plus years old, you'll get up to $1,000 cash when you purchase a new furnace or AC unit. Call 770-209-2261 for more info or visit dacosystems.com. It's cash for clunkers, and Daco Systems is bringing it back. Get peace of mind and save big throughout November. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. All right, thanks for listening to another uh, week of Cherokee Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito. That's Griffin Callahan from the Cherokee Tribune Ledger, and we will see you next week. See you later, Griffin. Have a good week, brother. Thank you, too. You've been listening to Cherokee Football Friday, a presentation of the Cherokee Tribune-Ledger and the BG Ad Group.